When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily, in association with Moonrise Cricket, Indian Premier League 2020, 13th edition, every day, every game, every spill, every fill, every triumph, all the way to the IPL Trophy. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another Cricket Badger podcast and it's the IPL Daily and as the name suggests we're back with you every single day of IPL 2020. Just seen another cracking game as well. Royal Challengers Bangalore against Sunrisers Hyderabad again went to the final over with Virat Kohli's RCB getting home. We'll talk about that and we'll also talk about tomorrow's game between the Rajasthan Royals and the Chennai Super Kings. And to help me do that, welcome to the podcast for the first time, representing Rajasthan Royals, it's Abhishek Bahari. How are you, Abhishek? Hey, James, I'm great. Great to be here. Thanks for calling me. Back again for the second time, it's uh, Deepak Panda. Deepak, CSK, successful in the first game. Are they going to be a successful second time around? Hi, James. Yeah, of course. Uh, there were a lot of posters from the first game. Quite confident for the next game. And I, I've really enjoyed all three games so far. And I'll tell you why. Some people say, I love test cricket. I love red ball cricket. I love the long form of the game. But I also like T20. And the three games we've had so far in this tournament, Abhishek, have been real good examples of how good a T20 can be, where one side gets on top, the other one comes back. You're never quite sure who's going to win it right until right at the end. They've been topsy-turvy throughout, and it's been a really good advert for the IPL the first three matches, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely, James. I think I'll totally agree with you. I think both three games have been uh, a total rollercoaster ride. It's not been, uh, what you would say, a dull one-sided affair. Uh, with a single match even going to the Super Over. And even today's match with RCB and uh, the Sunrisers, you will see that in the first 12 overs, it looked like the SRS are cruising along. But then the sudden implosion came along. From 121 to 2, they went to 153 all out. So that's the beauty of the game. The things are moving, the things are changing. Over by over, the things are moving right. So I think it has been a very good three days for the IPL so far. And as you say, 121 for two they were after 15 overs chasing uh, the 164 to win. It was in the back pocket of Sunrisers Hyderabad. Johnny Bairstow then plays a, a rather daft swish across the line against Chahal. And all of a sudden, Sunrisers fall in a heap. It was, uh, wasn't too clever from them, but it was good from RCB to fight back like they did. Absolutely, James. That, that shot at that point was quite unnecessary, considering that uh, they had to bowl one out of Sundar or Dubey in the final five overs. Johnny Bairstow could have just looked to play Chahal out and then attack Dubey. And Deepak, uh, we've seen today, I don't know if you listened to the Cricket Badger podcast a few days ago, but we did a uh, wants to watch one, the youngsters in the competition and who we should be looking out for as we go through the IPL. The name that came out top of the tree for people to watch during this competition was the young man that got 56 for the Royal Challenges Bangalore today, Devdutt Padikal. He is some player, isn't he? Talent and then some. Well, uh, he was actually the highest run-getter of uh, India's domestic T20 competition in 2019-2020. 
and it was obvious that RCB were going to start with him, and therefore that's the reason they started with Josh Phillips instead of uh, the the regular keeper Parthiv Patel. Just to accommodate Devdutt Padigal because of the talent he is. Absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? And the and the other man that shined for RCB today with the bat was the man that I just think is the crown jewel of world cricket, AB de Villiers. When he's playing well, Deepak, there are a few better players to watch. He was fantastic today again. Absolutely, that was the finish they required. Yes, they were a, uh, they were a bit strangled by the SRH bowlers after the openers got out. But yes, it was de Villiers finishing that. Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Monroe, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. So we've had wins so far for CSK, for the Delhi Capitals and for the Royal Challenges Bangalore. Let's look ahead to the fourth game day of the competition and it sees Chennai Super Kings in action for the second time, taking on Rajasthan Royals. And that's why we got Abhishek with us. He's the Rajasthan Royals fan on the Cricket Badger podcast throughout the IPL. And Abhishek, how confident are you ahead of this IPL that Rajasthan can can do good in this competition? Oh Well, I think I'm very uh, pretty much confident that Rajasthan have a real, real good squad this time, especially the four overseas players. If you see them, Steve Smith, one of the best floaters in the T20 cricket, Josh Butler, one of the biggest and the best strikers of the bowl, and Jofra Archer, and the number four spot, which you can see, uh, Ben Stokes, David Miller, and Andrew Tan. So they have the really four spots, including the team of young Indian players like Sanju Samson, Yashashi Jaspal, and experienced Robin Uthappa. Shreyas Gopal, who took a hat-trick that contained A.B. Deviers and Virat Kohli last year. So, I believe on and paper, at least it looks very, very strong. My only concern is the Ben Stokes availability. So, I am not quite sure how much more time, but he will take it. But once he comes in, I believe that we are very, very well placed to at least ease the playoffs. And then anything can go in from there. You sound incredibly optimistic, Abhishek. I love that. I love that about fans getting behind their team. But just let me throw a couple of things back at you. You hinted at it there. Ben Stokes... We don't know how well his dad is and he's obviously got his family first on his mind at the moment, quite naturally. He might not even come to the IPL. So that that's a, that's an issue for Rajasthan, isn't it? And then Joss Butler yeah. take, takes his family out to the IPL and he's going to miss the first game. So he's a big miss tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, absolutely the loss of Ben Stokes will be a big hit. But I think uh, uh, both the David Miller and Andrew Type, based on the consideration and also Tom Curran, can be an able replacement. Josh Butler, I think only one or two maximum games uh, that will be impacted. And I think uh, for one game, uh, we can probably replace him as an opener with Robin Ocup and Yashasvi as well. So yeah, obviously a big loss, but probably just a one or two. It's a 14-game long IPL and I think in the long run, even if Ben Stokes doesn't come, obviously a great blow, a big blow. But I think Andrew Ty and Tom Curran have that ability in them to finish it. Finally, before we move back to Deepak and CSK, Abhishek, one title, 2008, the first year of the IPL. Rajasthan Royals have only made three playoffs since then. What stopped them carrying on and, and winning more titles? And do you think this could be their year? 
well i think one of the biggest issues that have happened with a lot of side not even the rajasthan royals but a side like rcb and uh, some other side apart from side like mumbai indians and csk that they were not able to make that basic core players the four or five players where they will make that core of three to four years and then they will just get the surrounding players to have the ring i believe rajasthan was not able to do that probably during their era after the shane warne era they went to a shane watson era and after that they were constant changing and chopping but i believe from the last time in the last auction from where they got that base of steve smith and josh butler uh, and some young talent like riyan payag sanju samson i believe that core is now ready to unleash it to the their talent and probably reach to the levels of what the experience side like srh or csk or the mi have done in the past 4 or 5 or 7 years deepak csk they must have been delighted with that win on saturday to take down the mumbai indians mumbai have had such a great record against csk in the uh, last few games and chennai again another really close game but ambati rayadu and co they got chennai across the line that's a, that's a major boost for them at the start of this competition isn't it well uh that's the benefit of having ex- experience in the middle so we got off to a really bad start both with the bat as well as with the ball the first 3 to 4 overs were horrible but then the comeback that we made that was incredible pius chala with the ball uh, even ravinder jadeja after getting hit for three consecutive overs the way he came back to bowl uh, his last over and picked up two wickets that was that was probably the turning point and with the bat uh, faf duplessis and ambati raidu were just uh, exceptional uh, what uh, what uh, daunted us last year was the form of ambati raidu he scored at a sub 100 strike rate the entire season but the way he has started this season gives us a lot of confidence and a lot of positives to take forward Fafta Plessy as well he played more of the anchor role but he showed his experience in that middle order didn't he coming in at number 3 um lost a couple of very early wickets there but Faf stood tall and kept Ambati company through that big stand and and ultimately saw them home he he's a major part of that team isn't he yeah absolutely like we saw in the 2018 qualifier uh, he just knows uh, his role quite well i mean just look at how he how he uh, accelerated his innings how he paced his innings he just supported raidu when raidu was hitting it well and just when he got out uh, when ms uh, ms came to the crease he just took over and hit that very essential boundary so and his catching has been absolutely fabulous was brilliant wasn't it absolutely uh, brilliant of his edge yeah so those two or three boundary catches uh including the one of hardik pandya yeah that was, those were very you know very eye catching and uh those are some of the turning points of the match one of my favorite players is imran tahir took 26 wickets last time he, he picked up the purple cap in 2019 why was he not playing where where is imran tahir well that was quite surprising to me too uh but uh, looking at their uh, batting lineup Uh, with without Raina, they needed an extra batsman, and therefore they had to play Watson, Faf, both of them. And without Bravo, Sam Curran, Curran was the obvious choice. And uh, like I mentioned in the previous podcast, that uh, CSK had a weak death bowling lineup, and that's the reason they uh, went for Lungi Engidi. And Engidi, after getting hit for uh, 29 runs in his first two overs, came back and took uh, three crucial wickets in the end. uh tahir is obviously going to come into the play uh, towards the later stages uh, when uh, the pitches uh, assist more spin at present uh, team bowlers are getting uh, more help from the pitch 
and hence Tahir will probably have to sit out in the first four to five games. Abhishek, back to you for Rajasthan Royals. You mentioned him in one of your previous answers, but Sanju Sampson is a player I love watching. Two centuries uh, before in the IPL, but he can be a little bit hit and miss, can't he? Consistency is not necessarily his strong point. Rajasthan would like to see him being a little bit more consistent throughout the whole tournament rather than just one or two big knocks. Yeah, I think absolutely. That's quite uh, uh, clear. That consistency has been a bit of issue for Sanju Sampson. But actually, he's still one of the best Indian players to have played the league in the last three to four years alongside the likes of Rishabh Pant and some other players who also have their concern issue. Probably the experience of playing will probably rub it off and probably some of those jitters will go away. So absolutely, like I said, apart from the four overseas players, I think apart from the four overseas players, the two players that I am most excited about is one is Riyan Prayag and Shreyas Gopal alongside the Sanju Samson. So obviously, uh, I still do not believe that he's at the pedal of Josh Butler that we're expecting seven or eight half centuries in a 14-match tournament. <laughs> but probably we can contribute decent enough in seven to eight programs with around half centuries and scores of 30, 40, and 4 to 5 games. I think he has tremendous done his job. Steve Smith, captain. He's a fantastic test player. He's a very good batsman, obviously. T20 is not necessarily his strongest format. Do we foresee any problems for Rajasthan? If Steve Smith has a poor start to this tournament with the bat... As captain, is he undroppable or can they change things around? Uh, well, of course, you could say that that uh, considering his ODI and his pedigree, he's probably not that much uh, a T20 player because he cannot accelerate at that rate of it that someone like a Josh Butler or probably a just can. But I still believe he's one of the best brains for a T20 captaincy. I think last time in the tournament when the Rahane and captaincy was not working, when he took over, seriously, you could see the team management decision had a very good impact. The players started to perform. The players like Riyak Prag came to the fore and a lot of good things started to happen. I still believe that, yes, there are concerns about his batting, but I still believe that he's undroppable as a captain. And I think as a floater anchor in the UAE pitches, where not 180 and 200 is on the mind, probably a 140 to 160 score, I think he becomes pretty more efficient there. So I would personally think that he's undroppable for me. Yes. Probably he's batting an issue, but probably he's one of the best T20 captains. Even the his impact on the rising Fujian Super Giants in the 2016 season says that. The same team which was managed by MS Dhoni, which finished out of the playoffs, but he managed to take it to the final and just lost by one run to Mumbai. So he's still a very, very great T20 captain. Deepak, MS Dhoni, we know his captaincy skills. He was instrumental in the field, I think, for CSK against Mumbai. Really reined Mumbai back in, but... Where, where is he confidence-wise with his batting? Because I've I've seen articles saying that he, he might come in at number four for CSK and he kept going back down the order and down the order. Sam Curran came in, Sam Curran played well, but MSD all the way down the order there. Does he trust himself with the bat because he's been out for a while? Well, that's quite uh, strategic, uh, I feel. It is more of a tactical move than a, uh, than a confidence thing. Uh, the thing was, uh, when, uh, when he sent out Ravinder Jadeja, he knew that Hardik won't be bowling because of the injury issue and hence Krunal will be bowling at least one over. And we all know that uh, Dhoni starts slow against the slow left-armer and it was his best bet that uh, a left-armer will go and tongue the ball against the left-arm spinner. And against Bumrah, you always need some unorthodox hitting and uh, without Bravo, Sam Kuran was the obvious op- option. And... Uh, and he was a wicket that CSK could afford to lose with Dhoni and Jadav to come. It was a uh, it was a win-win situation. If it goes on, 
he will win you the game if he gets out you have dhoni and jadhav at the end so like dhoni mentioned in the press conference uh, that it was more psychological thing that you have batsman uh, towards the end so you can go out and play freely it's that badger style sarad11 on twitter and you can contact us on the show in the future at cricket underscore badger if you've got any questions or suggestions or comments on the IPL so far, be sure to get them sent in. Just use the hashtag AskBadger and then they'll come through for the next show on the list. But uh, Sarada11 asks, is Vijay Shankar and Washington Sundar, are they any good, he says? Because I don't think he's convinced. Um, Deepak, what, what's your thoughts on Vijay Shankar and Washington Sundar? Well, Vijay Shankar is more of a batting all-rounder. Yes, today he got out in the first ball. That was a very good delivery from Chahal. As the tournament progresses, we will see more of him with the bat. And I believe he needs to bat at number 4 uh, in the lineup that they have. Warner and Bash to opening. Manish Pandey at 3 and Vijay Shankar has to bat at 4. Uh, after four, and f- uh, 4 or 5 matches, we will probably have a better idea of where he stands right now. And his bowling, uh, yeah, he needs to work a lot on his bowling. Regarding Washington Sundar, uh, he probably didn't bowl today. He's more of a power play bowler and with uh, the lineup RCB we have, if they play both Stan and Umesh, both of whom are power play bowlers, they have to bowl Sundar in the middle overs and Sundar in the middle overs is quite untested at the moment. So it will be interesting to see how RCB use him. Uh, batting wise, he's uh, still a work in progress. So I would say both Vijay Shankar and Washington Sundar, they both need to work on one of their skills and are still not uh, considered as uh, genuine all-rounders. Good answer. Good answer, Deepak. Right, so far on the daily podcasts, we've been allowing the new guests to give a minute on why they think their team is going to A, win their next game, but B, also win IPL 2020. You've already done this, Deepak, but Abhishek, you haven't. Rajasthan Royals, Abhishek, tell me, you have one minute. Why are Rajasthan Royals a force in IPL 2020? Go. So I think Rajasthan Royals have made that core base players. Uh, they have experience of playing in the past year also. So Steve Smith, Josh Butler, Ben Stokes, Tom Curran, Jofra Arthur. I think this core uh, overseas is very, very strong. And just mix it with them with a really young talent like Yashashvi Jaiswal. Uh, proven IPL performer Robin Usafa was a big part of the KKR's two IPL wins. Sanju Samson, one of the best Indian young talents to emerge in recent time. Manan Vora, Riyan Prag, and add to that a player like David Miller, who is not even expected to come into the playing 11 because their core 11 is so strong. So, and with spin uh, expected to play a big role, I think uh, with the IPL happening in UAE, there is twin factors that will happen. The Royals uh, benefit them. First is the Shreyas Gopal, he will be excellent, excellent in the UAP. And also, they have taken one more important player that is Mayank Markande, who many people may remember as. A player who played really, really well for Mumbai Indians. And also, I think uh, this time here uh, in UAE with the IPL, I do not expect a 180-190 score. I expect a 140-160 score, which I believe a team like Rajasthan Royals will be more happy to contend and play with. So, I think these are my visions, which I believe that Rajasthan will not only win the next match, but probably are one of the best contenders for the trophy this year. Good answer, Abhishek. That's one of the best we've had so far. That was superb. Congratulations on that. Let's finish, guys, with one very simple question, and I'm going to put it to both of you in turn. I'll start with you, Abhishek. Who wins tomorrow, and how close is it going to be? We've seen three very close games in the IPL so far. 
Is this going to be another one that keeps us on the edge of our seat all the way into the final over of the game? Uh, well, James, I absolutely hope that and I also believe that, that the game two is going to be extremely close. Uh, I personally believe that Rajasthan will probably win. Deepak, same question for you. Yeah, without Josh Butler, I think Rajasthan are uh, relatively very weak. And uh, except for uh, Jofra Archer, we don't see any threat as of uh, from Rajasthan as of now. And uh, hopefully they won't play Mayank Markande, who has troubled uh, the CSK middle order in the past couple of years. You can say there are still Steven Smith and David Miller, but CSK do have the lineup to tackle them. The CSK spinners have a very good record against Steven Smith, uh, as well as David Miller. And uh, none of the bowlers have actually threatened CSK batsmen, uh, except for Stres Gopal. Jofra Archer is there, but yeah, uh, we have MS Dhoni, who scored such a strike rate of 130+. plus. So, quite confident. Looking forward to the next game. Fantastic. Deepak Abhishek, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you both on the podcast today. Deepak, your second time. Thank you very much for joining me again. Thank you, James. It was a pleasure. And Abhishek, welcome to the Cricket Budget Podcast Daily Editions for the IPL. It's good to have you on board and we'll talk to you again next time we get around to Rajasthan Royals. Thank you. Thank you, James. It was a pleasure talking to you. And uh, out there, whoever you're supporting in IPL 2020, get behind your side. It's been a fantastic tournament so far. And join us every single day on the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.